Hello, and welcome to Orchid Story, a podcast for women who have experienced a big event in their lives that divided it into the before and after. I'm Rachel Nussbaum, and I'm here to help you find meaning and healing through personal narrative now that your life looks different than the one you expected. I'm sharing stories from real life. The details may be different from your story, but the connection is universal. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode, which is a window to your story. So today, I'm not going to be reading a personal narrative that I've written. I often like to teach the concepts about uh, personal narrative and how writing can be healing. I teach them based on my own experiences and also based on the scientific research that looks into narrative. And I always love both because that's kind of my specialty is blending lived experience with what is known from the scientific side of things. And I teach a lot. Most of the work that I bring to you is based in a concept called narrative identity. And today I want to share with you a quote that this episode is based on and kind of where I got the idea for the writing exercise that I'm going to share with you today. And the quote is from who I consider sort of like the father of the idea of narrative identity, a psychologist named Dan McAdams. And here's the quote for you. Narrative identity is a special kind of story, a story about how I came to be the person I am becoming. So when Dan McAdams first conceived of narrative identity in the 1980s, he was actually teaching. And he and his students were trying to come up with an idea of what identity would look like if you could see it. And so they were batting around lots of ideas about this. And what they eventually landed upon, or he landed upon, was that if you could see identity, it would look like a book of all of your stories from your life. So each of us can picture our identity as a book of stories. And that was kind of how the idea of narrative identity was born. And I think he's come a long way and there's been so much research that's been done since the 80s on narrative identity that maybe this is now a simplistic way of looking at it, looking at identity as a book of our stories. But to me, it it works and it, it helps us to envision what this concept is. So I like it. And I love two things about this quote of his. The first thing I love about it is that a story does help us answer, how did I get here? So that part about how I came to be the person, what events led me to this place? And sometimes we don't really know what what that is. And when we start writing, the story starts unfolding. That's why I'm always encouraging you to just get started and write something because you don't know where it's going to lead. 
I would say most of the time when I I start with an idea or a quote makes me think of something and I don't know where it's headed or I'm, I'm mad about something, I'm feeling something, but I don't know exactly why. And writing helps us, helps that story to unfold. So the story helps us answer, how did I get here? And then the second thing I love about this quote of his is that we're becoming how I came to be the person I am becoming. And there's just so much space in that word becoming. Like we aren't fixed in the person that we are today. And I think we like this idea of fluidity. Like we're always growing and changing. And most of us, at least the people listening to this podcast, are striving for growth. We are becoming a better version of ourselves. So I think that becoming word in this quote will really resonate with you too. So becoming gives us room. It gives us space. It gives us grace. So like even if we're making a ton of mistakes along the way, which of course we are, um, we're becoming something new. So of course it's going to look a little messy. We are a work in progress. Um, So those are the two things I love about this quote. And, you know, the whole reason that I've been teaching about narrative and about writing and about how writing is healing for these past three years is because I really do believe it. I've seen it for myself and I've seen it in the students that I've had the honor of working with that our writing our stories is a really powerful tool for healing. And there is power in connecting to other people's stories. So when I write my own essays or stories and I share them with you, I do think that that's an important part for me because I feel like I am getting something out of sharing my stories with you and feeling like you resonate with them and you get something out of it too, right? Like you feel that emotional connection to me you feel like you're less alone when you hear my my story. But I don't write and share my own stories just so that we can share that connection. That's not the only reason I'm writing. It's not all about me or it's not even all about you feeling that connection to me. I write because I want to be an example for you. I write to say to you that you can do this. You. The person that is listening to this right now, I am speaking to you. You can write. If you can pick up a pen and you have a piece of paper, this is for you too. So it's not easy. And I know it's not easy. It becomes, well, I don't know if it becomes easier, but it becomes somewhat of a habit. And so you get into a flow where maybe getting started is not such a momentous task. But Some of the stories that we have are locked deep within us. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I have seen this with myself and I see this with my students, especially my students in Sanctuary. They have a story that they know needs to be told, but it feels really hard and it is really hard to extricate that story from within them. And It's why self-care and mindfulness are now such a big part of what I teach. Because again, back to that quote in the becoming, 
we have to make room for what we're becoming. If, if we're going to tell that story, we're going, it's going to change us and we need to make space for that. And we need to mentally be in a place where we're okay getting that story out of us. Um, so I, I do recognize that this is not an easy practice, but just because it's challenging doesn't mean that you should shy away from it. So I really want to encourage you to do just the opposite of shying away. I want to encourage you to give it a try. And I came up with a new writing exercise that I'm going to share with you today. It is about the window. Um, And so we're going to go ahead and I'm going to tell you what that writing practice is in just a second. The Before I do that, I want to say that I created a worksheet that you can print out to to do this exercise. Like, it's really easy. You get the worksheet. It's a PDF. You print it. And then you just have to find a pen and try the exercise. Give yourself five minutes on your timer. That's what I always say about starting. So if you want that worksheet, I want to share it with you. I would ask for you to sign up for my newsletter this week. So... By October 28th, sign up for my newsletter and I will send you the worksheet that I created for this window exercise. Okay, it's a new worksheet that I just created. So go over to orchidstory.com and right on the homepage, click Let's Start Healing to sign up for my newsletter and I will send you the worksheet. If you're already signed up for my newsletter, if you already get it, just check your inbox this week because I sent out um, a download of this worksheet with this week's email. Okay, so let's get started with the writing exercise. Okay, so let's get started with this writing exercise. Rather than thinking of your life story as that entire book. Remember we talked about Dan McAdams visualizing identity as an entire book of life stories. Let's look at one moment in time. So oftentimes I teach about self-defining memories, which are those moments that are big moments that define who we are. If you can think of one of those and you want to write on that, great. But Oftentimes, I think that feels like a little too much pressure. So I am going to ask you to think of something in your life, an event that happened to you that made you feel something that happened like recently. So maybe it made you feel really great and happy, or maybe something that happened made you feel sad and reflective, or maybe you were angry about something that happened. It can be a tiny moment in time. Like if you got a text from someone that made you feel something. It can be something totally routine. Like when you were sitting in the kiss and ride line dropping the kids off at school or when you were driving home from work yesterday. Or it can be something that feels a a little heavier if you have something weighing on you If you got in an argument with your partner this week, for example, or um, if your mom was upset with you about something, that one 
often rings true for me. Just pick something. Just pick something that has happened to you recently and you don't know where, you don't need to know where you're going with this, okay? Just pick something. Now, I want you to picture yourself as the narrator of this story, watching the event that happened unfold through a window, okay? So you are on the outside of what's happening, looking in on it through this window. I want you to literally picture a window in your mind and on the worksheet I created, I have, I put put a window on it so you can visualize it as you think about the story unfolding. The first thing I want you to do is simply describe what you see through the window, what events are unfolding. So if it was a Let's go with the text message example. Describe yourself picking up your phone after it pinged and reading the message. Tell us what the message said. Tell us what you felt in your body. Tell us what was going on in the background as you were reading this text. Okay? Describe the scene. This is like a physical description. Use your senses to help you describe the scene. That's the first part. Okay, then the second part of the exercise is move your window that you're looking through to the mind, okay? So this is going to help you figure out what your character is thinking. And you need to remember that you're keeping the perspective of the narrator. This is like a little meta because you are your main character, but keeping some distance from that character often helps us get the story onto the page, okay? So first, you're describing the physical scene through the window. Then the second thing is you're describing the emotional landscape through a window into the mind. And throughout this entire practice, you're keeping the point of view, your point of view is the narrator of the story. And maybe like this feels a little complex, but what I have found is that we need little tricks to access our stories. And this is something fun, this idea of looking through a window for us to experiment with. So I want you to try it. I'd love for you to sign up for my newsletter and get the worksheet to download so you just have this exercise right in front of you. And then let me know how it goes. You can actually send me a voice message. You should be able to if you go to the show notes for the podcast. Okay, so try to do that. Send me a voice message and let me know because that will help me figure out what is working for you guys and what is not. And then from there, I can help. I can try to create new things to help you, right? So again, remember that. My goal here is not for you just to simply connect with the words I am writing about my own story. I want you to be inspired to write your own story because only you can write your story, okay? Until next time, remember your story is your strength. I want to ask you, who in your life needs to hear this story today? Go ahead and share it with them. And if you love this show, leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. 
Head over to orchidstory.com if you want more from Orchid Story. And remember, your story is your strength.